0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I welcome Pastor William Kilps, who is a, a dear friend. Um, served as pastor at Good Shepherd in Two Rivers mm-hmm. for how long? Uh, it was there
1: uh, twenty-three years, okay. I think. Retired recently. Retired after forty years in the ministry, and uh, served in I, Illinois for. I was down. I started out in North Wisconsin. I was up. Uh, near Lake Superior for three years, and then down in Illinois for 14 years, and then finished out uh, here in my home state of Wisconsin. Rivers.
0: Yep. All right, awesome. Uh, Pastor Mech is teaching at the seminary in uh, South Africa. Um, so Pastor Kilps has graciously um, uh, agreed to fill in this morning as we look at the second Sunday in Lent. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O oh God, you see that of ourselves we have no strength. By your mighty power, defend us from all adversities that may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts that may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Okay, the Old Testament
1: lesson. Old Testament lesson for the second Sunday in Lent is from Genesis chapter 12. The Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you And him who dishonors you I will curse and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed so Abram went as the Lord had told him and Lot went with him Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran and Abram took Sarai his wife and Lot his brother's son and all their possessions that they had gathered and the people that they had acquired at Haran and they set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem to the Oak of Morah. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there, he moved to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed, still going toward the Negev. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from Romans chapter 4. What then shall we say was gained by Abraham our forefather according to the flesh? counted as righteousness just as David also speaks of the blessing of the one to whom God counts righteousness apart from works blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered blessed is the man against whom the Lord will not count his sin for the promise to Abraham and his offspring that he would be heir of the world did not come through the law but through the righteousness of faith. For if it is the adherence to the law who are to be the heirs, then faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath, but where there is no law, there is no transgression. That is why it depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherence of the law, But also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham who is father of us all as it is written I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of the God in whom he believed who gives life to the dead and calls into existence
0: the things that do not exist this is the word of the Lord thanks be to God and the gospel is from st. John chapter 3 The son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One of my um, favorite movies of all time is The Sound of Music. You may wonder what that has to do with this text. I like it uh, the way um, Maria von Trapp, when she's teaching the children how to sing, she says it's it's good to start in the very beginning, uh, a very good place to start. When you um, read, you begin with A, B, C, etc. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, re mi. mi. Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti, Do. Right? Um, Every good teacher knows that uh, the best place to begin is in the basics. And I think that's especially true when it comes to salvation. It's all God's doing. It's God's promise, God's calling, God's giving. God giving faith, God giving forgiveness, God giving new life. It all comes from above. Nicodemus is confused about this. He's a man of the Pharisees. He knows the scriptures well, and he has... Um, a pretty important uh, question for Jesus. Um, He doesn't even really get to the question before Jesus already answers it and goes back to the basics. Um, So I'm going to pose a question to you this morning, Pastor Kilps. Um, How do you enter the kingdom of heaven? And um, what is Jesus getting at when he said, you must be born again? I think there's some confusion even amongst Christians about this born-again terminology how would you flesh that out well i think it's important
1: to realize that um, how we came into this world um, bible says we were spiritually blind dead enemies of god that that means we have nothing that we are able to contribute to the process uh, think of a um, Person who gets uh, taken into the emergency room suffering from a heart attack their their heart has stopped and the doctor gets the paddles and he tells everybody clear well the dead patient doesn't say here let me help you with that Mm. it's something that has to be done to him he has to depend upon an outside agency to make him alive well it's no different when it comes to being born again spiritually It's something that has to come from above. In fact, some look at that translation uh, that we have in English as being born again as literally in the Greek saying born Mm -hmm. from above. And it's something that God has to do to us in which we don't have a part. We simply are recipients of that, that grace that he has given to us. I, I think about your illustration of the sound of music. There's another song that <laughs> Maria sings where she says, um, as she thinks about uh, falling in love with uh, Captain Von Trapp and so on, she says, somewhere in my youth or childhood, uh, okay. I must have done something, something good. Good. Okay. And, and the idea there is that uh, God is rewarding her because she did something mm-hmm. good. Well, the true essence of Christianity is quite the opposite. You know, we are poor, sinful beings deserving nothing but temporal and eternal punishment. And God, in his mercy, decides to cause us to have spiritual life that we didn't actually have. And that's where baptism comes in. You know, born again of water and of the word, um, we don't make a decision in baptism. Again, you know, you brought up the idea that many in uh, Christianity have a mistaken notion as to what it means to become a Christian, and they say, "Well, if you make a decision to give your life over to Jesus," or the worst part is where you hear people say, "I've decided to make Jesus my Lord." Mm-hmm. Since when does anybody decide to make somebody their Lord? it's something that is done to us and so god in his mercy you know because we cannot by our own reason or strength believe in uh, the lord or come to him the holy spirit must call us by the gospel and that's what baptism is it's the gospel it is the life of jesus and god in his mercy unites us to that perfect life of jesus makes us one with him we are crucified with him we are raised with him and that is how the Holy Spirit instills the gift of faith in us.
0: Yeah, I always like to use the illustration, um, what did you have to do with your natural conception? And we don't even want to think about that, right? Um, I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> you didn't ask to be conceived. That's either, true. Right? And, and the baptismal font really is, we call it the womb of the church. Uh, that's where That's where we're born out of um, I had an interesting conversation on uh, Sunday. Uh, we had a um, uh, a life movie called Life Mark at, at Lutheran High. It was an ecumenical, ecumenical gathering of uh, evangelicals and Baptists and Lutherans and Catholics who all came together to support um, uh, life beginning at the womb. And I, I began the movie with a prayer and I, I thank God for our being uh, reborn through the waters of, of holy baptism, being adopted there into a new family. This movie was all about adoption. And afterwards I had, um, I think it was a Baptist couple that came up and, I don't want to say attacked me, but challenged me on um, asking, uh, how, how, how is it possible that we receive new birth through water and the Holy Spirit? we have to make our decision for Jesus. And I went the same route that you went um, with, um, as you were explaining before, that it comes outside of us. But I like your illustration about the heart. I think that um, somebody who's had a heart attack and that, again, comes outside of us. So what does this have to do with Abraham maybe before we um, before we uh, conclude and do our hymn? Well, again, uh, it's all by the grace
1: of God. Um, you know, there was nothing special about Abraham. He's a sinful man. Um, but especially that promise that he's going to make a great nation of him. You know, Abraham's how old at the time of this? Yeah, 75? 75, right. And, uh, you know, we would say well beyond the age of childbearing, uh, along with his wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yet God promises to make a great nation out of him. How is that humanly possible? Mm-hmm. It isn't. It's gotta be by the, the miracle of God. And so we know that, you know, when Abraham was 100 years old, uh, the, the child was born, uh, uh, a Isaac, miracle. Yeah, yeah. a miracle baby. And, and again, it's, it's the same way. God continues to cause people to be born into mm-hmm. his kingdom. By giving them the Holy Spirit that we don't naturally possess, it has to be a gift. And it's only then, as the Lord says to Nicodemus, then you can actually see the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is Christ Himself.
0: Amen. Um, so, our hymn, uh, the, the hymn that we're going to sing and look at uh, t- today is. Um, uh, it's entitled, God Loved the World So That He Gave. It is uh, number 571 out of, um, out of Lutheran Service Book. And um, perhaps, why don't we sing uh, verses 1, uh, 2, 4. Let's do 1, 2, and 4. Okay. okay. Give us a picture. God loved the world so that
2: he gave his only Son as us to save, that all who would in him believe should everlasting life receive. Christ Jesus is the ground of faith. Who was made flesh and suffered death. All then who trust in Him alone Are built on this chief cornerstone. Be of good cheer for God's own Son. Forgives all sins which you have done and justified by jesus blood your baptism grants the highest good
0: the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace amen Amen. thank you so much pastor kilts thank you it's a pleasure it's been a joy have a great day